Hey, Mystic Michaela, spiritual family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela, episode 19. I heart empath with Letty B. That is the title. We're going to have a guest here later. Letty B. She is an iHeartRadio host, and we're going to tell you all about her and um, why we're having her on. But first, let me introduce you to my husband. Hey, guys. Scotty. And last week we did the... It was, okay, so speaking of Letty B, she used to right. work in the um, LA studio, uh, the iHeart LA studio. Right. So when we were first starting out, yeah, um, we went on the Ellen K Morning... Or you went on the Ellen K Morning show. Yeah, well, you got me the gig. Right, with uh, from Ryan. <laughs> yeah, Ryan you, you reached out to Ryan. And, and we were like... He wrote us back? <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, I have to check with Ellen. Wait, yeah. You know. She's awesome. And then, uh, you know, I kind of followed up a couple of days later. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, we'd love to have you. Yeah. And then, like, we, we still didn't believe it. And they even sent us directions. We're like, really? Yeah. And it was like, the like just, they're our friends now. Yeah. I don't feel creepy saying that. No. I mean, Dar I think they agree. is incredible. She, I mean, Dar is the one that, you know, she had to sit down with me. Yeah. Um, after the show. Yeah. And she she told me we have to go with the aura. You know, that, yeah. that's our, our, our go-to. And, yes. you know, it, we, we didn't see that at that time. I had that... feelings about, like, I was like, she, it was like one of those messages where I'm like, because this is a long time ago. So I was like, what what's the angle, right? Like, what do I go, like, what is it? And she looks at me and she's like, you need to do this aura thing. Like, yeah. that's you. Yeah. And I was like, thank you. Because I wasn't, I was still, you know, when you're figuring things out, you're right. like, what direction? Dead people talk to me. And then this and this yeah. and this. And she's like, aura. And I'm like, okay. And then she told you. To be the manager. She's like, you are a manager. Yeah. She's like, manage you, her. Yeah. She's like, you got to call yourself manager. She got like real direct in a way that we needed. Yeah. Because she's blue and purple and she saw, she yeah. saw us. Yeah. So she's um so so this is funny because she reached out to me because she listens to the Starseed podcast and I was just on um their podcast the other day the Ellen K After Show podcast right. and she reached out to me um about because Cin- I mentioned Cindy Lauper and Keanu Reeves as Starseed like right. Cindy Lauper has a rainbow aura and Keanu is a crystal aura and she's like oh my gosh oh my gosh like we've had, you know, meeting her and Ellen, you know, have had personal experiences with Cindy Lauper and Keanu Reeves. And and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's crazy. And she told me that like, so Cindy's definitely like so likable, but uh-huh. totally like a little different, you know, and they yeah. meet a lot. They meet every celebrity oh, there is. They've had like Lady Gaga. Yeah. Like, you name everybody. it, they've met them. And they're like, no, Cindy's different. And Darlene told me that she has these trips, like Cindy has these trips where she's completely silent and she doesn't talk and she just hibernates really? for periods of time. But when she's working, she's like all work. She'll promote like nonstop and she'll go on any interview. She's super down to earth. It's like, she's kind, like she's nice to everyone you know like yeah. she's just so she's like yeah she's like super friendly we got to get her on the show <sighs> Can, is it possible i, don't know. I mean true colors through. true colors it's, it's true colors this, uh i'm wondering if she'll let me be at the it's the, like our theme song oh my god but you we don't so? have to pay anything right that's totally she'd reach she'd out let that, i'll right? reach out to her she'd let no I don't even That's know how okay. to. I got to call the, an, I got to get like a satellite like that speaks you to aliens. You have to alien speak to her. I got to alien speak to her. All and right. then they said that Keanu, um, like Ellen's had personal experiences with her and Dar has too. But they, like she said, that has been the most infatuating celebrity like they've yeah. ever encountered. And like, again, they've met every celebrity. Right. I mean, they've had like, Bradley Cooper in there. I mean, no, everybody come on, you know, goes there. Yeah. That's the most infatuating. And he's, they said, Dar's like, he's like an alien, but like a sexy alien. And they like <laughs> love him over there. And I guess he has these moments where he's just quiet and he won't touch anybody, but he has this super calm presence. He's just yeah. like a really healing like entity. 
And um, so, yeah, so this isn't even like her name's oh Social God. Queen Darlene on Instagram. And that's not an ad. I just she's just awesome to follow because she's yeah. not only a producer of this huge show, like she's a special needs mom, too. And like I remember when I first met her, I was like, man, she showed me a picture of her daughter and their bond made me start crying their bond like just how she is a mother to her child so yeah social queen darlene if you want to take a look at her but it was just cool because like i'm having letty be on today and she well I, we didn't know at the time we didn't know that but the, all this all the stations are in the same building yeah uh, most on the same floor yes like right next is valentine in the morning mm-hmm. uh that, that's a crazy that's a fun show that was like, a fun show yeah, they, they were fun it was and great down the hall is ryan seacrest studio yes and i believe letty b worked for I don't think she was on the morning show, but I think she worked for the same station. Yeah, she'll have to tell us all about it, so like, because we'll, we'll that's interesting. That. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that's my our star seeds. Just like follow up with somebody who like, hey, we couldn't get Keanu or Cindy on the show, man. Right. Yeah. We're one. What's that? The Kevin Bacon thing. Yeah. We're, we're like, one degree of separation away. Uh, do you think? Yeah. Like somehow, like they probably can't do this, but if okay. they knew he was coming to the studio, yeah, they can like give me like a secret message. Yes. Like. And then we would just kind of stalk the Burbank studio. Yeah. And like when he got there, we can just like, hey, Keanu. Like, <laughs> like, we, we, like right when he's walking to the door. Just jump out like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm not an alarming person, I no. don't think. Right. So I'll be the first, hey, you know, like that. Yeah. Like you say, hey, Bill. Yeah. I, I mean, Keanu. Oh, still and Ted. Yeah. Was he Bill or was he Ted? I, think I don't Bill. remember. I think he, um, hey, Neil. I think we have a solid plan. Okay. So, like, we get the inside scoop from them. This is what we do, we do for this right. podcast. We need content, and we will stalk people for now, it. Now, I've always, you know, thought, you know, because we go to a lot of radio stations. Yeah. Uh, of, of course, you know, Coast is our favorite. Of course. Uh, yeah. And um, I, I love it. I love being in the radio stations. You do? Uh, yes. You I miss your calling. I miss my calling. I think yeah. it's the coolest job. You know, when we were on Letty e. B show, Mac let me sit behind his console. I know. And I thought it was the coolest He humored thing. you. Yes. <laughs> uh, in fact, and a couple of times they even let me on the air, which I is a mistake, s- but they <laughs> did. Okay. I think so. You love it. You're like, I'm talking on the air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. You did. You missed your... You know why? Because, like, I feel like you... They're so... Okay, when you go to a radio station, like, everyone's yeah. so real. Yeah. It's like, literally, they could be talking to you... And then the radio turns out like it's time to be on the mic, and they're still just talking. Right. Like everyone's very much themselves. Yeah. Um, but but I like that you could also feel like the energy of the different stations is so cool. They do. They have different energy. Yeah. So I thought about that, and I thought about may, maybe uh, some other cool jobs. Oh. Oh. And here we go. A list. A list. Well, not really a list, but oh. I wanted to, you to tell me. Like I'm going to tell okay. you the job. Okay. And then you tell me what aura color would fit that job. Like who would be attracted to that job in aura color? Okay. And I have to tell people real quick. Yes. Scott does these things on his own, and he like we don't confer. No, is that the right word? Uh, confer. Confer beforehand. Yeah. Yeah, we don't we don't like so. conference about this like no. before. You don't know what the list is. No, because I just want him to like just bring it. Right. All right. Go ahead. All right. So we're gonna start off with a job that everybody knows. Okay. A hairstylist. Okay. Well, I think like even the listeners at home would know that a lot of them are purple. Purple. Yeah. Okay. What about a lawyer? Ooh, lawyers are interesting. Depends what kind of lawyer. Like, um, yellows, I see as lawyers a lot, but they're more into, like, the small print stuff, um, kind of like legal documents or the fine print things. Red lawyers, I see them more like they're the arguers. They're the ones in court. But I'll see green green lawyers, too, and they could do either. Like, sometimes okay. they're the ones in court, and sometimes, you know, arguing. I think litigate, is that the word? Litigating. Yeah, litigating. And sometimes they're also the ones doing the fine print. But, um, 
green green lawyers are funny because they like usually own the law practice like oh, that's kind of okay. they, they can't they have to do their own thing all right now here's a one that's also common okay. a bed warmer that's that's common <laughs> i'm just kidding but the, these are <laughs> the, like they used to have servants okay i don't know maybe time of like the kings and queens of england or whatever sure and they had servants that would warm up their beds ew and you could get that done that's you gross. could you could have someone uh warm your bed that, that's called abby our four-year-old <laughs> But like She'll hotels offer that as a service. Or your like the dog will do that for you. Wow. What do you think of that? I don't know what color that is. I think that's mm. blue. Blue? Yeah. Okay, maybe a blue. I don't know if anybody wakes up and they're like, you know, I don't know, is that a bad can't, how bad a job is that? That's yeah. probably I don't know. Sounds pretty, pretty good. chill I mean, you, job. You only have to do it for a few minutes. And then you're done. Okay. Or you go to the next bed. You get in the really cold bed. You know, make it nice and warm. Yeah. And then, like, you you move when they come in. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I would be worried about a couple of things. Lice, bugs. Lice, yeah. Things like that. Because, like, yeah. if the warmer has, like, lice. Yeah, but, yes. Then you're going to get lice. Yes. And bugs. and. Obviously, we're, we have PTSD about lice around here, yeah. people. So, all right. Let's kids. move on to the next one. The kids. Okay. All right. You could be, so this is a job, yeah. a human scarecrow. <laughs> no. Yes. That's not a some, job. Yes, it is. Some Where? <laughs> In a farm. Oh. Yeah. Or oh. like a Halloween, they get a lot of work. Oh, a lot of work. A lot of work in Halloween. Yeah. Okay. A human scarecrow. Yeah. Hmm. I think you're like, these are adults that do it, not yeah. children. No, it's be an adult. Okay. So I would say you really have to be green. Green. Okay. Like you have to be able to like occupy your own mind for long periods of time. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here's an interesting one. And I'm going to say this. And like nature and birds. Greens like birds. When I was in college. Yes. I had a friend named Patrick. Oh, yes, I remember him. Patrick Kane. Mm-hmm. Very nice guy. He lives in Syracuse, New York. Yes. And he came up with the idea many years ago, okay, because I was in college a long time ago. I haven't heard that name in a while. That um, you, like, rent a friend. <gasps> you know, that's the best. He yeah. was the best guest yes. to any. That was our thing with Patrick. Yeah. Like, because yeah. at our wedding, mm-hmm. we were like, He's talking to like our distant relatives who don't quite fit in or whatever. Right. And he was like best friends with them. Right. And we're like, you know, Patrick needs to start his own business. Like, well, he had the idea. Like, oh, that was his years. idea. That was his year, like oh, 20 years idea. ago. Okay. Yeah. Because like we were like, that is a good idea then. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was so it. friendly. And I remember after the wedding, you know, people take, after you get married, you know, people kind of come up to you like randomly, like, oh, this was nice or that was nice or whatever. Do you know how many people were like, I met the nicest young man, Patrick, and uh, we exchanged numbers and this yep. and that. Like, they, yeah. like so many random people told me how great he was. Good idea. Yeah. And well, he's green and blue. So he's green and blue. Oh, yeah. You remember his color? I do. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, he's I'll... such a healing presence. Yeah. He's an amazing guy. I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm going to I'm to. He was such a good listener. Him. He is. Good and listener. he came up with the idea that you rent a friend yes. for a wedding, you know, whatever. And now they have that. Oh, he was, he, he he was been a, such a great guy. He could have been a billionaire. All right. I don't um, think that was important to him, though. I really think no. he enjoyed meeting people. Yeah. He does. He's, a, he's such a he's uh, so social. personal guy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here's another one. And, you know, I didn't know they had these, but they do. Okay. Uh, a deer urine farmer. That's disgusting. So what they do <laughs> is they collect deer urine. Okay. And Ew. they, they sell it to hunters. I just got some visuals. How do yeah. they collect the urine? I, I don't know. Is there like a little deer urinal and I, all the male deer kind of? I, I kinda... like they maybe like they, the deer go on the leaves and then they kind of like pour it into like a bucket. I wish everybody could see your hand motions right now that you just accompanied with that explanation. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, it could be sold for my MIR. 
resources. MIR, Re- yes, with the resources. Yeah, that would Necessary be a time-tested time substance. Time-tested sus- substance to okay. throw at the alien so face. So a deer urine farmer would be green. No. Green? You know, Purple and red, green? red, maybe. You know, yeah. green. Green. I mean, maybe, yeah, I think it's a green thing. Because like maybe you get really into the deer, you know. Okay. I think you'd have to you'd have to make some elaborate contraption to collect the urines. Okay. What about a <laughs> sexual care worker? What is that? No, this is this is in Japan. Ew. And it's just for people that you know are having troubles. Like a hooker? Not a hooker. Okay. Just people okay, that are like a troubles. therapist. A therapist that's more hands-on. Okay, got it. But only hands-on. Okay, so. That's gonna be a blue. That's a blue. Okay. Yeah, like or a purple. Okay. Or like, because therapists are always blue, and I think, or yellow. You know, I think a yellow person would could remove themselves enough to be like, this is, you know, there's certain, yeah, things we're not doing here to distinguish it from yes. another well, type are... of profession. Correct. <laughs> like rules, like mm-hmm. organization to it. Yeah. Like a yellow could do that. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, a yellow blue possibly. Yellow, blue. Okay. All right, you have to go to Japan for that one, though. Mm. Mm. Or Lundy's Lane in Niagara Falls, Ooh. Canada. Ooh, what? Think. All right, never mind. Uh, proctologist. A proctologist. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's... Well, yeah. Yeah. No, we're not going. <laughs> we, we are not We just going exchanged there. the look, guys, across the table. We are not going to the time. Or he knew I wanted to talk about his experience with the proctologist. Was that a proctologist? I blocked it out. Yes, you blocked it out. You ran out of there, too. Literally ran naked, naked. ran Kept out. Naked. My pants down. Of, you know, with a high-pitched scream. I don't know what he put up there. <laughs> I have no idea to this day what device it went was, up there. All right. Well, you were having some issues. Yeah. You know. And he... You know, yeah. made sure you weren't dying. Right. He was that, purple. Oh, my God. He was into it. He had, like, these very little fingers. He was funny because you were joking and stuff, and he joked back. Like, he wasn't so serious about his job. Like, he knew it's a funny job. Maybe he might have been an alien, and that's when I got probed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> MIR. Oh. We didn't know about MIR. it. Good times in Buffalo, New York. Um, <laughs> He's a great. He was a great doctor, though. Yeah. <laughs> Like he Wonderful. was so approachable and what kind. Was his name? He was Mr. hysterical. Buck? I forget. Okay. But it was so funny. Yeah. Mr. But you were fine. You oh. thought you weren't, but you were. Yeah. All right. Memories. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> listen, it's listen. Time tested substances. You have to go to the proctologist. You know, like you have to get colonoscopies. Like this is part of life, people. All right. And let's move on. Okay. All right. Next one. <laughs> uh is a chicken sexer. Now, this has nothing to do oh, because you don't know what, with the sexual care worker. So, wait, don't you know what chickens are because That's right. they're roosters or not? Yeah, it's just someone who but tells when they're chicks, the difference you don't if they're know. a boy or a girl. But they have a rooster face versus a chicken face. Well, sometimes they got to look more deep. No, come on. No, they have those crowns on their head. Roosters uh, are roosters. Uh, chicken sexer. I don't understand that. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say yellow. Yellow because the chickens are yellow. Okay. Definitely. And the last one <laughs> is a snake milker. <laughs> well, Again, nothing venom, to do with the other one. That red. Yeah, you got to get the venom out of the yeah. snake's fangs. You're enjoying that to a certain extent. Yeah. You know, you're I'm like, you, you have got, you have a low fear threshold. You know, you're like, yeah. I don't know, maybe the opposite, the low no fear threshold. I don't know. Fear does not hold you back. Yeah. And um, I'd say like a red person's gonna do that. Okay, I'm red. I'm not doing that. Yeah, but other reds may. Other reds may. Okay. You're like a more self-protected red. All right. Let's move on. You take right, your so, risks in other areas, like yeah. at the proctologist. Okay. So before Letty gets here. Um, oh, yes, guys. Yes. Okay. So and, I posted this thing yeah. online 
with all um, the Vanderpump Rules um, aura colors. It was just like a little graphic on my story. And so many people were like, please talk about them. Please talk about them. Now, here's the thing with Vanderpump Rules. I intermittently watch it. Right. Intermittently. And I do feel that the the longtime watcher is a certain breed. Like, they, it's not, it's just that they understand what the show is, but they're still going to watch it. It's like, it's kind of like a meta show, like kind of like talking about it after could be more fascinating than the show itself in a lot mm. of ways. Okay. So a lot of people are like, please talk about their colors. And I'm like, okay. So last night, Scott and I watched the yes. season eight premiere um, of Vanderpump Rules. And Scott, this is a game. Go okay. ahead, Scott. So we have a segment. Yeah. It's now going to be called Scott has never seen an episode of Vanderpump Rules. So this is my first episode. Yeah, let me let me repeat. The game is called Scott has never seen an episode of Vanderpump Rules, but he watched last night. And yes. like literally we almost had to like nail you to the seat. You were about to leave. Yeah. I, I can't believe I got through it. <laughs> I mean the one word that comes to mind is unwatchable. <laughs> no, stop. Um now now to just to you know I know who uh Stasi was because you were on her show. Well Stasi's great. Like yes, Stasi had us on her podcast. Right. And she let me ride on her scooter. She was so cool. Right. And yeah. you know so this what we're going to talk about here goes this trans like is this beyond, like I don't know what the word would be, but Stasi's not in this. Well, we're going to talk but about the, her. She's yeah, yellow and yeah, purple. She was fine, but the rest. Well, the, you know, the yellows on that show seem to have it more together. Yeah. Than the non-yellows. Okay. okay. The yellows on the show like Ariana. Okay. Um, who's another yellow? Oh, the new one. Yeah. Well, let me. Okay. Let me ask some questions, sorry. and then all you right, tell I'm, me their colors. I got all excited. Okay. okay. All right. Well, I mean, the first, okay, well, the first thing I had, because I've never seen the show, mm -hmm. is why would they still be bartenders? Okay, so this is it, something that, that I think you could just keep repeating that over and over again. But some of them, right. like, quit. Like, Lala okay. doesn't do that anymore, Stassi. So they're just, right. like, friends. Okay. Because, like, it doesn't make any sense. You'd be rich from the show. They are, yeah. You know, social media, right. Bravo's paying you. I think it's kind of, that's been difficult for people to, like, figure it out. They're growing up. Also, they're not, like, 22 anymore. No, they, well, uh, they, they we'll look, get to their yeah. appearances in okay. a second. <laughs> but, all right. Then, I, you know, this British lady comes out. She's yeah, older. Lisa, Lisa, Lisa. Okay, Lisa. I, th I think I knew who she was from the yeah. other show. Right. She tries to control everything. Well, she really likes dogs. Like this is my theory on Lisa. Lisa's blue. Lisa's, Lisa's very blue. blue. Okay. And she really loves dogs. She's purple too, but she really loves dogs. And this woman, like, I, I got, I think she's amazing because, okay. like, she will do. I mean, she brought all this attention to the Yulin Meat Festival, like in China, and she rescues dogs, and she's like a lot of awareness and things like that. She's very serious about it. But I have this thing with her, like, with <laughs> the people around her. Like, she can forgive anything as long as you kind of act a little bit like a dog or something, like a pet. Like, she loves pets. Like, she can understand. Like, they're, they're loyal, right? Like, you're right. unconditional love. She'll yeah. have unconditional love for you if you're the same towards her. But if you don't, if she senses that, you're done. Done. I, and that dog was humping her, and she seemed okay with it. You know, I think she's, you know, under, like, she looks through the dog. The dog yeah. may have issues. Yeah. But the dog was humping her. Well, Caesar Milan would say not to let your and dogs do that. she was okay with it. I'm going to repeat that. She was okay with the dog humping her. <laughs> she was. All right. <laughs> Says a lot. Okay. Now. <laughs> I'd be like, get off me. <laughs> now, the, now, my next question is. <laughs> I'm not that nice. Okay. So, we got her, the British lady who controls everyone. Yes. She's blue. Yes. All right. Now, there's this place. They call it Tommy Tom's. Tom Tom. Tom Tom. Yes. Okay. Now, the Tom. The Tom's. There's two Tom's. Two Tom's. One right. Tom is definitely gay correct no okay both not, that there's, any, not that there's anything wrong there's with nothing that nothing wrong with nothing being wrong gay with right. i think their theme with the show is everybody could be gay like everybody and i think some of them come okay. out like ariana i feel like she is bisexual okay and 
like I said, I'm an intermittent watcher people. So please feel free to educate me. But like, I think there is this overtone where it's like, what's going on here? Like, okay. are you guys all, I don't know if that's LA. Mm. Like, I don't know if that's just the show. And I'm going to say something. This show is overwhelmingly freaking purple. Like whenever mm. they initially casted this show, the producers, they did, I know they just got a bunch of purples together and purples are always they slidey slide on the sexual mm -hmm. preference scale. There's like a slide and they go up and down and depend, you know, what up, you know, like yeah. that's kind of like a purple thing. Okay. So Tom, we're not sure. So, no, the both Tom, they're married, Tom, Scott. Tom. No, they're one Tom's married to, to Tom? Ariana. No. Okay. And the other Tom is married to, I think her name's Jason? Katie. Katie. I okay. think. No, he, oh my God, you guys are going to get mad at me. Oh. The one K name person. Okay. So the Tom Toms are not yeah. Tommy Toms, whatever their names are. Katrina okay, and a K. Hold on. All right, right, whatever. All right, keep going. All right. Now, the other thing I thought was, is this a satire about L.A.'s homeless population? <laughs> Why? The epidemic in L.A. with the homeless. Because, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, everyone seems so comfortable because they don't dress up for the show. Yeah, what is that? Their hair's, like, their hair's not combed. Nobody has their hair combed, except for Stasi. They they dress all sloppy. Shayna, Shayna's together. They're they're sloppy looking. Yes. They're sh like schlubs. I mean, the one guy was throwing a party. I think I one of the Tommy Toms. Yeah. And he came down in his pajamas. Okay. And the other guy was wearing a onesie. Okay. They I, were I, wearing things. I would put a newborn in, like the Tom Schwartz <laughs> yeah. was in those, like, if you've ever had a newborn, you put them in these um, things where they can't crawl real good, yeah. like these long things where their feet tuck in, uh -huh. and the other one, sleep sacks, and the other one was in literally, literally a onesie, a dress, which a was dress, cute. Right? No, that was the dress, oh, dress, and the other one was in like a zip-up onesie. Okay. I mean, it's just crazy. But um, but yeah, it, it, you know, you'd think like, but under, other than the yellows, which yeah. would be like Ariana, that new... Dania? I don't know. She's the new one. Yeah. I liked her. Her and um, who's the other yellow? Oh, Stassi. But Shayna's together too. Other than them, like, they're, and, and the guys, like, Tom Sandoval's pretty together, except for that onesie that one time. They're kind of <laughs> together, you know, they kind of got it together. Yeah. And everybody else is kind of looking. Yeah, that Kristen, I mean, I thought is she, she was okay? She was homeless. She's a little hot mess purple right now, yeah. Kristen. Yeah, she's a little hot mess purple. Like she didn't even comb her hair. We're a little worried for her. I think all her friends on the show are. Do these people have like, like ten year contracts? I don't. Maybe. I mean, are they ten year teacher? Like a ten year teacher. That's what a ten year teacher. Like they're not or a union. Like like yeah. you know you're not going to get right. fired. I mean, I would be worried <laughs> that I'd be fired from this. You better believe that if somebody shows up at your house with a camera and you're yellow, yeah. you're slapping makeup on and right. brushing your but hair. Not these people. Some of the hot mess purple people are not doing that this season no nobody is right. like they're just all have let i mean i don't know what they looked like a few years ago but it was right. it was a shocker you're I mean, like are these people why are these people famous they're in sweatpants they're in sweatpants their shirts are like crinkly i mean they need like they need a lot of help well that's um, shana she's so shana's super purple yeah but lala she's purple and indigo Okay, they're I'll, more together. All right. Like I so have, some to, of them I have were to say, like up. Lala's very. She's got her fashion yeah. going. She's got she's indigo purple, and the Shane is very purple. And she was together. That, she's named after Los Angeles. What do you mean, La, Oh, Lala? That's La, what's her name? L A. L A. L A. Lala. So Los Angeles squared. No, I think that's her name. Wait, wait. Los Angeles or L A. L A. Lala. Oh, Lala. Yeah, that's her name. Lala. Like, la 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 la. Yeah. Like, la 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 la. That's her la, name. Uh, that's right. That's her name. Are you sure she's not named after the city of LA? No, she is. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. she is sober. She said so. That's good that she. That's is. good. So that's why she probably was, um, you know, I mean, just 
I, I couldn't believe it. I I just I just but couldn't Katie, believe it. Katie. Okay, so that one Tom Schwartz is married to Katie. Okay. So Tom Schwartz is like green blue. Tom Sandoval, he's green purple, but he's been I don't know, he's got like blue in him lately. So see, they're all a little bit unstable and then they like absorb each other a lot. Yeah. And then just to like just to get everybody in, like Jax Taylor, because people are gonna ask Jax Taylor. Okay, so he's green and purple, but since being with Brittany, who's super blue, he got like really blue. Well, yeah, let me now. Let oh, me, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, so there was a scene. Yes. Where he asked the other Tommy boy, Tom Sandoval. Yeah, who was in a onesie. Yes, Jax asked the onesie guy. And, and he's like, you know, you didn't say thank you or congratulations to me when I got <laughs> married or something, like in the perfect way. And I'm like, no guy. <laughs> right. No, like straight male, uh, you know, or gay. There's nothing wrong with that. Even is gonna say that. I feel like it's more a kickback to his insecurities. I feel like Jax has in, incredibly strong insecurities and rejection issues. I do not understand his entire history but i would say that's a pretty big thing for him rejection issues okay. so like if you don't text back like perfectly yeah like he's gonna think you don't like him anymore or right. something because like that's what he was probably used to growing up i think his dad died too okay. and it's kind of sad but kate yeah yeah no i i don't but I, he's married to like a blue britney so i think she's okay. trying to like help him a lot a lot okay. of healing for him going okay. on because if i ever dress up in a onesie yeah and say to another man right you know, oh, you, you around, didn't text yeah. me right away. Right. You, know, I, you you better start worrying. All right. Okay. You know. All right. All right. Not that there's anything wrong with that, <laughs> Seinfeld. But um, <laughs> but they all seem like lovely people. And um, I have to t- comment on the new. I'm gonna. I keep saying her name wrong. Sorry, guys. Dania. Dana. 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 Sorry, Dana? she's the new one. Dana. Okay. She's yellow, but she wears this inauthentic red, mm. and she's like hiding her purple. Hiding her purple. She's interesting to me. Where? It's there. Okay. But I feel like she doesn't like to look vulnerable. Okay. So it's a lot of yellow and a lot of red that shouldn't be there. And what is, I don't know what, like like I said, I intermittently watch it. I think Max, that Max guy's new. The My jerky question, one? Yeah. Like who, like, who is this guy? He's got attention-seeking behavior yeah. issues. Yeah. Again, a purple. It's another a very pur- purple another... show. It's, a very, it's like shades of purple we could okay. go into. Ariana's great. Ariana's interesting because she's yellow purple, but she has like flecks of pink, which I put on my story and people were like, she, cause I always say like pink, if a Disney princess were a color and or a color, she'd be pink. And so when I put that on, people were like, oh my gosh, guess what? She was a Disney princess. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. It does. Yeah. So she's got like flecks of pink. I feel like she, um, avoids her, like, cause usually, um, pinks have a, an aversion to reality. And I feel like she tries to s- avoid her aversion to reality. She's a little complicated. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting She's one. very interesting. This, this whole segment that we just did seems very Deep. purple to me. Oh, yeah. We were all, it feels like it was all over the place. We're all over the place. Um, ding, so, you know. All right. So let's close it up. Maybe right. I'll get you to watch another episode. No, no, no. no. Here's the thing. I yeah. am not watching another we'll episode. We'll see. We'll see. I mean. We'll see. No. I'd rather watch we'll see. the Bills lose again Aww. to the Texans. Don't bring it up. <laughs> well, I was thinking, you know, like, you know how like the Bills, they have like, you know, the Bills have like a, they have like their own fan club. It's called like the Bills Mafia. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you know how you get in? How? I think you have to be drunk and jump off like a car yeah, and that. break a table. Yeah, I knew that. And then you're in the Bills Mafia. Yeah. But we have a lot of listeners from Buffalo. Oh yeah. Yes. Maybe we should start our Buffalo. own like Mystic Michaela and you're, Mafia or something You're slightly like that. from Buffalo. Slightly from, yeah, 15 years. 
I lived there. <laughs> yeah, 15 years you lived there. Yeah, so maybe we can get into like... Where's uh, your accent? Uh, but you have a love of chicken wings. I do have a love of chicken wings. Yeah. I do love duffs. You know what I miss about Buffalo? Anchor bar. When you went to a party, any party in Buffalo, if you brought chicken wing dip, that was that was a classy gesture. <laughs> and I feel like here... Or, or Labatt's. Or, or Labatt's. Right, I miss right. Labatt's. You can't get that anywhere else, by the yeah. way. It's, it's sad. Right. And I feel like if I brought chicken wing dip to any event around here... Which I'll do anyhow because it's awesome and kind of easy to make. No. Like, it's kind of like, what's this? Yeah, what'd you do? Why is there chicken in this? Yeah. What's like, up weird with that? dip. And yeah. I'm like, go away from me. Yeah. It's chicken wing dip. I mean, all you have to do is wear a Buffalo Sabres shirt or a Bill <laughs> shirt from the 90s. Somebody always knows somebody from Buffalo. And you're, you're, you're in. Yeah. You know. That's but, true. So maybe we should start like a Bill, not Bill's Mafia, but we'll start like Mystic a Michaela Bill's group. Maybe someone from Buffalo could start that for us. That'd be great. That'd be amazing. <laughs> you know, because we don't, you know, we haven't really done any uh, media any, there. Yeah, we haven't done any I media know. in Buffalo. We, we haven't done any like parties to. in Buffalo. That'd be fun. But we could this summer. Yeah. That'd be interesting. All right. So we have to kind of close it up because I think Lenny B is coming. Yes. Oh, I had a quick question. Do you think yeah. she was on the uh, The Bachelor? Why? Well, because you know how like they have like Hannah A and Hannah yeah, oh, let it Duff. be, let it be. Is that where she got the B from? We're gonna have to ask her this. We should ask her that. All I right, we're gonna ask. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to be like called Scotty R. <laughs> yes. I was for a while. Yeah. yeah. How do you get that? Yeah, I want that. I want right. to do that. Yeah. All right, let's get her in here. Okay, hey guys, we're here with Letty B. Hi. Um, hey, Letty. Thanks so much for coming. So, Letty, tell us about yourself. Like, where have you? worked in the iHeart world and where are you now? So I started my uh, radio career in LA, which is where I'm from, born and raised. Um, And I grew up listening to uh, 102.7 Kiss FM in LA. And it was, you know, my favorite station at the time I was in high school. And this is when like the boy bands were huge. And I was a huge Backstreet Boy fan, (laughs) massive. And so I would call and I won tickets, and I remember being so excited. And back then, you'd have to run and take a, a cassette tape and put it in, hit record. You know, that's the yeah, only oh way yes. you can prove to your friends that you were on the radio. Yes, so that's yes. what I would do. And I just remember that whole experience being so cool and thinking, this is so cool that this guy gets to, who's on the radio, yeah. gets to give out tickets and do this for people and make them happy. Oh and that's gosh. when my fascination with it started, that's was in so high school cool. yeah. because of the Backstreet Boys. Yes. Um, and then so I went to college, and then it was during college that I got. Um, a street team position with Kiss FM, which is basically when you go out on the street and you see a radio station and they have a tent up and they're yes. playing music and giving out like free stuff. Yeah. So that's kind of how I got in. That was like entry level, you know? And so I did that. But once my foot was in the door, I realized this is it. This is where I want to be. You I just knew it. I just knew How does it. that feel when you know something like that? Uh, it felt like, okay, now what's next? Wow. What do I need to do? to make sure that this happens because there was no plan B for me. Yeah. And, uh, for me, not only was it my dream to do it, but it, like, I think we've, we talked a little bit on the yeah. side about how that was kind of my way out yes. of where I come from, yeah. how I'd grown up. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw this as my escape. So wow. for me, there was no plan B. I right. had to make this work. Yes. Because so, yeah. That, yeah. It was like your passion and also your plan and also yeah. your, your destiny. I see. Okay. So do you know your aura? Cause you've told me I'm indigo. Yes. And you're purple too. Okay. But see, I don't know anything about purple. Okay. So the first time I ever saw you, like, cause I was on, well, where are you now? It, so now we're, I'm in Miami yes. at the iHeart building in Miami. Yes. And that's where I first met you. Cause I was on your show, Mac yes. in the morning with Letty B. And am I saying that right? That's, yes. Yeah. Mac in the morning with Letty B on yeah. 93.9. MA. Yes. Yes. And I, I remember like I saw you and like, there was sometimes I see somebody 
And I just like, I don't know, maybe it's super creepy, but like, <laughs> like I feel this exchange of soul information and, and like you have this, like you just have this glow around yeah. you and it's mostly indigo, but you do have like this purple in there too. And I, and I feel like because you're here in my house at the studio. Oh, by the way, are you super impressed with our studio? Which yeah. Is, yeah. I love it. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Like your, your microphone's on a, t- on a textbook. It's a history book. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's got to the world history uh, teacher books with all the answers in them for the tests. Um, but anyways, yeah. When I first saw you, I was like, oh my gosh, like she's glowing indigo, but I knew you had purple in there too. You've got more purple right now. Cause you're, okay. you know, cause you know, sometimes work affects like yeah. how buttoned up we are or whatever. And I think like being on absorbency level is like your thing at work. You're like, okay, what's next? Like who, you know, yeah. being a co-host, like exchanging information, but man, you like glowed to me. So purple, that's like the part of you that manifested this destiny, like for yourself. That's a part of you that's going to always manifest the next chapter. Like purples have a hard time staying stagnant. Like you live this life and you're like, but I know there's more. Yeah. And it's never going to stop for like a purple. It's like, what is next? What is next? What is next? And that's just kind of like a purple way to be. It's also creative and artistic and mm-hmm. everything that you are. Anyhow, but like the indigo, well, cause you, I mean, apart from this, like you also volunteer, like with a lot of, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So I've always been into, um, animal rescue and I have two dogs of my own, but I've always just ever since I guess I was a kid and I had dogs, I've just loved them. And I feel Mm -hmm. like, um, there's so many animals in need and there's not a lot of people speaking up for them and they don't have a voice. And I've always said that they don't have a voice, so they need us to be their voice for them. And it, I just, it, I've always felt this sense of needing to help when it comes to that. So indigo. And I've always volunteered. I've always um, donated. I've always fostered yeah. as well. So I've tried oh. to be as much involved as I can with animal rescue. I love that. That's so like everything you just said is like indigo. Like, because That's it's like, because so indigos are really into like nonverbal communication. Yeah. Like it's just because somebody like energy, like of the animals and like being an advocate yeah. because they're voiceless, you know, and just being that advocacy and needing to like, you won't speak up for yourself before, you know, you'll, you'll speak up for a dog first, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like <laughs> and it's also part of the reason why I stopped eating meat a yeah, long time so let's ago. talk about it. Because, like, when you came in, yeah. I was like, are you vegan or something? And you're yeah. like, well. Well, yeah, yeah. So I went vegan maybe, like, uh, I don't know, four, five years ago, I think it was. Wow. Um and I think the biggest reason at that point why I had done it was because of the animals yeah. first and foremost, and then and then health, and then environment, yes. and everything else. But it was just, I remember seeing videos of what happens, yeah. you know, what animals go through. Yes. Um, and it it just it broke my heart. And there was times where literally I couldn't sleep. I would lay yeah. in bed and cry and get emotional about it, and I couldn't get the images out of my head, yeah. and it just affected me so heavily. Yes. That there was no way that I could not make changes in my life regarding that. How have you felt since like giving up meat and things like that? Like what, like what has it done for you? Like energetically? Like, did you notice changes? Uh, I did. Yeah, I did at first. Yeah. Now I'm kind of, you know, yeah, you've, you're established. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I did, I I felt lighter. I lost a little bit of weight. My normal weight came down. Maybe my average was down maybe like six, eight pounds lower than what it was before. Okay. Um, and I just, I just felt so much better. I felt better. I had tummy aches before. Oh really? I gave up the dairy and all yes. that stuff and not so much anymore. So it That's helped amazing. with a lot of different things. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like you, sometimes vegans have like an energy about them yeah. and like, um, like you have that. You really? Know? Yeah. You really do. Like I'm not you know, like, but I, I struggle with eating like certain types of meat and then like, I don't know. 
Like it's it's hard. So that's yeah. why I'm at truly asking you out a personal. Like, how does that work? You know, you should <laughs> try it every now. Just uh, yeah, you know, cut it out here and there. Yeah, and just cut it go out. Days try. where you don't have it. And yeah, yeah, and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I, th- I feel like as we our consciousness raises, like as a human, you know, as humanity raises its consciousness, I just feel like it's that's why we're hearing about it more and more and more because yes. people are like they're embracing the shift and they're like, mm, but like, um, I don't want to partake in things that I guess are hypocritical yeah. to that. So I, it's, it's hard. I'm in, I'm in a weird spot with it, but mm-hmm. I, I really respect it. And I yeah. felt it on you. And it's like, I guess when I do, when I feel something on somebody, it's like jarring to me. I'm like, whoa, you know, cause like, it's such a significant change in your aura. Yeah. That it, it's just so hard for me to ignore what they go through yeah. and to just, I don't, and, and, and it blows my mind yeah. when other people just don't see it or don't care or yeah. you explain it to them and they're still just like, nope, don't care. Right. Like, I'm just like, how can you not yeah, we black out. feel for, you know, other living things? I don't yes. know. It just, it's hard for me to understand why other people are so like against yeah. it and don't even want the thought of it yeah you've broken through a it's wall hard. that's why like when you broke through, it's like breaking through an empathy wall and then like you're like why doesn't everybody else think yeah. like this this is like what it's supposed to be or whatever mm-hmm. so I understand that and I'm like hanging out at the doorway I'm like I don't know. <laughs> it's like really hard yeah I don't know I get anemic really quick I don't know like, like, yeah. like that but still it's something that I don't know I'm just fascinated with that um oh so when you were okay what I'm really fascinated also with you I'm really into like empath voices and that's why like I wanted, I just wanted you on to like talk about how you as an indigo and a purple too, but like, how do you deal with strong voices in the industry you're in? Because it's not for the faint hearted, like just the tiny amounts I've been there in the studios and stuff like that. I'm like, Oh man. Yeah. Like you better be on your A game. You better be able to take some criticism. Mm -hmm. You better be able to deal with some like tough personalities and they're not going to say sorry the next day. (laughs) Like, how do you deal with that? There's a lot of all of that (laughs) going on. Yes. Oh my God. Um, you know, I think for me, I, I, I observe a lot yes, and I kind of take a step back and I'm not the type that's going to be in your face too much about it, but I think I observe and I watch and I'm the kind that a person that doesn't like to cause waves and doesn't mm-hmm. like to, um, you know, just confrontation, confrontation. No, thank you. I, that's yeah. not for me. Right. No. So I think that I've always just worked on being the best that I can be and making sure that I'm in front of the right people or mm-hmm. that I'm uh, communicating to the right people of what my intentions are, okay. what my goals are, right. where I want to be. This is what I'm doing. This is my hard work. Yes. And that's kind of been my approach. Yeah. Like transparency and vulnerability. Yeah. To the people that are going to listen. To the Yes. In a way that they understand. Yes. Yeah. So you, do you feel like you've had to sometimes like just kind of, I don't know, even sidestep like certain people and just like be like, you know, that's just who they are. And then yeah. just, yeah, like find people who will listen. Like not everybody's going, like how do you deal with like the frustration of how not everybody listens? Um, well, you have to be kind of <laughs> relentless. I think, you know, well, when you know what you want and yeah. where you want to go, if they don't listen, you have to either find a way or yeah. find somebody else yes. that's going to listen because there's a lot of different ways you can go mm-hmm. and different opportunities. You just have to find the right one. Be flexible. Yeah. Yeah. Because I find that, um, yeah, like I said, every like just in your world and I think just with women in general, 
it's like, you know, we don't, we get called out a lot. Like, well, you're intense or you're emotional yeah. or you're crazy or you're this or you're that. Mm-hmm. But like, but we've seen that in men really, like not really in ourselves so much because, and I noticed with you personally, mm-hmm. like you do this thing and I feel like you, I don't know if you know you do it or whatever, but I noticed that you're, you do listen. Like mm-hmm. you sit and you listen. And I think when you were saying you, you observe, I feel like you also, you observe and you absorb. And like, I see you in there, like making your own. Okay. Like, can, but you're unreadable. Like really, like when you listen to things uh-huh. and maybe that's helped because like, you know, you have that face, like where it's, you're not, nobody's going to re- get a reaction yeah. out of you. Like, has that been like one of your, like anybody could say anything to you and you're just going to be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so funny because I've heard from other people that like I have so many facial expressions that <laughs> they can always tell if I'm like annoyed or something because my face will just show it even if I'm trying to hide it. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. That's interesting. <laughs> like I don't know if you have your default indigo face where like somebody could be like, hey, blah, 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 criticism. You're like, okay. Like, yeah. And then like later you're like, oh my God. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right. And no, there is a lot of criticism in what we do because yes. you have to be told, okay, oh, you did this right, you did right. that wrong. And they'll listen to what you say and yeah. how your you know conversations on the radio go and they'll tell you what you could have done better. And yeah. it feels like a personal attack because yeah. they're attacking you and what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so it's always been a challenge, but I think that I've always understood that it's what I need to do to get better yeah. and that it's the only way I'm going to grow. You kept your ego in check. Yeah. The ego tries to keep us like from not growing. So like when we hear something about ourselves, yeah. like, or even when, with our own self, that's why we all hate maybe listening to our own selves back or yeah. whatever. Like even I hate doing that, but I'll make myself. Yeah. I don't like it either. <laughs> I don't like it either. Yeah. Because like you have to like rub up against that ego where it's like, yeah. Ooh, God, it's so uncomfortable. Yeah, it's sometimes. like, ow, that hurts. Especially when you're sitting there and you have a boss, oh. you know, basically breaking down everything you just my worst nightmare. said and yeah. you're sitting right across from him and he's like, Nope, Nope, not that. Don't do that. You know? And it's like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and you leave there sometimes shattered yes. and crushed because you're like, why am I even here? Yeah. Like, why do you even want me? Yeah. But you've come, you've come, you've built up from that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when I was first starting out, I moved around a lot. Yeah. Um, and at each job, I knew that I was going to learn something there. There was a learning curve and I took something different away, but I knew that it was only adding on to what I had already learned or known before. So I knew yeah. that it was only going to make me better with okay. every chapter and every boss and every critique and, you know, and it, not that every day I would have them all done or accomplished, yeah. but I feel like there's just always going to be more and more things that you can do better. You know, there's, it, you're never going to be done. Yeah. So that's a growth mindset really. Yeah. You know, so I just looked at it that way. It's like, yeah. well, it's not really me. It's just, there's so much to learn that there's always going to be room to improve. I think that's so valuable for people to hear. It's cause like, um, you're going to have to face the things that you don't want to face about mm-hmm. yourself in order to grow. And then like embrace yeah. the stuff that's not going to change, <laughs> like your sensitivity yeah. to it. Like, listen, I'm going to be sensitive to it. That's who I am. But what can I change mm-hmm. that I can change those things I can change, like how I speak or what I do here or what I do. I can change yeah. that. Um, but I can't change how sensitive I'm going to be hearing about it. So like, I think yeah. like you're, you're just saying basically, that's but that's a growth mindset and I, I it's so crazy like my, my daughter came home from third grade one year she brought home this thing called growth mindset and it had all, <laughs> like I saved it because I'm like oh my god this is so good and it was really for like the FSAs like the state tests uh-huh. you know and they were saying like oh, somebody with a growth mindset mindset takes criticism and you know instead of getting offended they apply it to their life or they know their brain can grow or they know they're capable yeah. and I, I pinned it to the fridge and I'm like 
this is what we all need. Yeah. And that's what you're talking about. I love yeah. that. I love that. Yeah. I mean, because in, in, I think at first I, it was hard to take it and, yeah. it, and you know, it, it does hurt your feelings yeah. and you're, you just feel defeated. But you, if you have that goal or if you do have a goal and you take that instead and apply it, then it's only going to help you get there. Um, you keep the goal in mind. Yeah. Keep the goal in mind. And like you sure. said, like there was no plan B and you knew what you wanted. And you, so I had to do, you know, if yeah. they're telling me I need to fix this, well, I'm going to fix it then because this is what I want to do and this is where I want to be. And you know, if this is the road I need to take, then let's do it. I think it's amazing. Like, um, I think like as a kid, like you manifested it cause you just visualized yourself, which is, that's how, vi- that's how manifestation yeah. happens. Like you visualize yourself as that person giving out the tickets. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now you are, you know, and, but then there's more, then there's more, to, you know, you're like, but what next, you know, now that you're there, well, yeah, now that you're there, what is next? Like, what do you like to bring awareness to? Um, now that I'm in the position that I'm in at work. Yeah. Um, like you're a co-host of like a big morning show. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's a big deal. You know, you're on every morning here. You're that person that other kids are listening to and being like, I want to be like her yeah, really iHeartRadio, you know, like, so what's next for you? Like, what do you think Like, when you have the next goal? What is it? I've been working on that one because I don't know that I have a clear vision of exactly yeah. what the next goal is. So mm-hmm. I've been kind of, you know, playing around with different ideas in my I mind. I love that. Yeah. So I, I don't know that I have one specific road yet that's kind of calling me mm-hmm. more than anything else. Um, but I think I just, you know, for me, now that I'm here, I want to take advantage as much as I can of this situation, yeah. learn as much as I can. I want the show to become successful yes. as, as we can be. Um, and for me, this is the first time that I'm doing a show where I have a co-host, where it's me and somebody else. Mm-hmm. I've always done solo shows. Oh. So this is new for me. How so, is that? What's um, that like? It's different. Yeah. It's different. It's fun. Yeah. There's, um, it's fun to have somebody to go back and forth <laughs> yes, with as yes. opposed to just being by yourself in right. a room for four or five hours. Um, <laughs> it's funny. And it allows me, I think, to to showcase a different part of my personality yeah. as opposed to when I was just by myself and I wasn't really having a conversation. You're, well, you're quick like because you're funny. You know what I mean? Thanks. So I, I, that's what I, I always think. Oh, here comes Scott. Okay, so in our very advanced tech studio... We only have two microphones. <laughs> Scott. That's why I'm surprised you guys are letting me ask some questions. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Scott is a radio junkie. All right. So the last person that they let me ask questions to, we didn't air the uh, the episode. Why? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, what did you add? <laughs> well, they shouldn't have aired the episode. So my first question was, what time do you have to get up in the morning? I get up at four. Four in the morning. Oh, my God. I know that's That's the hardest part of doing mornings is the going to bed early and getting up early. It's brutal. And everybody who's done it for long, a long time tells us you never get used to it. No. Cause when I was a teacher, I used to get like full-time teacher. I used to get up at like six in the morning and that was brutal. Yeah. So four in the morning is like, yeah. Before, I mean, about a year ago when I was still living in LA, I remember my alarm go, would go off at seven and I was like, oh my God, this sucks. And now I'm getting up at four. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could go back to getting up at seven. And what time do you go to bed? Uh, I should go to bed a lot earlier than I do. Um, I usually try to be in bed around nine, but I don't really fall asleep until yeah. like 10, which is bad. Yeah, I just got a Fitbit and it tells me how much like sleep I got. And sometimes I look and I'm like, how the hell am I functioning on five something hours? It's yeah. So it's not enough. I I do have to work on that this year on getting into a better 
right. schedule. But there'd be no traffic. There's no traffic. So that's good. I get there in like 20 minutes. Nobody's on the road, which is really nice. But okay. yeah, the sleep thing is really hard. All right. Really, so really hard. my other question was, well, I have two more questions. So you used to work at Kiss. Yes, I used That's to work at Kiss Ryan in LA. Seacrest Station. Yes, with Ryan Seacrest. So what aura color do you think Ryan Seacrest is? Ooh. Hmm. I don't know the answer to this. Do you know the answer? Yeah. Okay, okay, don't tell me. Um, I would say, is there some red in there? Okay, so that's a good thought because he's so like in charge or whatever uh-huh. he's so green though like really now i never worked with him obviously yeah that would be cool but <laughs> he to me feels like very just very um scheduled and regimented and like yeah. very like methodically stuck in his ways so i feel like yeah you, like you don't want to like i don't know like he's the type like you better know what he like he feels like it's almost like i'm in the devil rose prada miranda a little bit mm. like when he walks in i'm like wonder if everyone's like get his coffee yes <laughs> And he doesn't feel like he would be mean, but I feel like he would like just like you just, nobody wants to disappoint him. Yeah. That's kind of what I get with him. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's I so would green. Say. Like just because greens, greens can be kind of, but he's like a green, like, cause you're married to a green lady, like yeah. your husband's green, but it's like different in yeah. a way because like Ryan's green is more, he feels like very boxed in. So it's interesting. He's on the radio and he can be so personable and be like, so like have these great conversations with people and like really feel like he's learned the system of what this is uh-huh. and how to like excel in it, mm-hmm. I guess, and just also completely rule it. Like it's it's interesting to me, but he doesn't feel like I don't get so much of like a a vibe on him that the human to human contact is more like because greens seem always like they're kind of walled off or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I get kind of like his human to human contact is very professional, like that, like very professional. Yes. So I feel like he keeps things professional. Okay. Well, that's what I get. Oh, wow. I like that. He's a greenie. Yeah. What about uh, you were on the show for Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, his co host? Oh, yeah. Did you work with her? Tanya. A little bit. Tanya? Yeah. Mm, yellow? Yes. She's very oh. yellow. Yeah. She's yellow and purple. Yeah. But she's super yellow. I told her that too. And I tried to, what did I explain to her? I forget what I said. Cause we did a podcast and I told her something about herself and I forget. She's like, yeah, but she feels like she's, um, she's perfectionistic, a little perfectionist uh-huh. or whatever. And yellows tend to be that way. Uh, but I can see her working well with Ryan just because like, you know, you gotta like, you know, just uh, again, it fits that puzzle piece yeah. into like, know what I need. And she's like, I got it, you know, and like on top of it that way. So again, yeah, yellows are usually good like that systematically organized about things i love hearing what everybody is it's so cool right yeah i think there's another co-host for ryan sissony I, I don't know would you know that one i don't know like her uh, colors you don't no. know who she is. we have to look her up I, yeah i'll, I'll say blue sure. i say blue maybe or maybe indigo i don't know yeah that's a hard one I've never seen her yeah picture. i yeah i forget i'd have okay. to look, i'd have to look it up yeah um yes Okay, so I have one more question. Um, it's so cool. We were probably actually in the, the studio at the same time a few years ago because we were, we were in oh, post yeah, a couple yeah, times. Yeah. So you were probably there at the same time, which is interesting. That's weird, just right down the hall. All yeah, right, anyway. right so, next door. Yeah. So my other question is, uh, were you ever on The Bachelor? No, I was not. I always wanted to go on The Bachelor, actually. Yeah. I thought it would be so fun to do. Yeah, because you know how they have, like, Hannah B. Hannah B, and yeah. Hannah R. And, and Letty B. Yeah, Letty B. Yeah. So I figured you <laughs> no, might have gotten just, it. No, it's just the initial for my last name. Okay. Because I thought you might have been on The Bachelor. Yeah, makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense, right? When I was single, I was like, damn, how do I get on The Bachelor? Yeah. I need to be The Bachelorette. Because <laughs> they take a lot of people from South Florida. 
Did you? Oh, they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. But she was just in LA. Oh, and LA, and a lot of people from yeah. LA. Yeah, that's interesting. Sorry, everybody, that I sound so far away right now. Because oh. <laughs> we're, we're sharing a mic. Sharing microphones. What is the deepest secret that you have on Mac? On Mac, your, I don't your, know your, him your that long yet. Hmm. Are you allowed to say? Uh, she probably can't say. I put her on the spot. What can I say about Mac that won't get him in trouble? <laughs> um, That's so funny. Mac has his own little makeup bag. <laughs> can I really? say that? Oh, my God. Stop. Because he does TV appearances sometimes That's on NBC a good Six, one. and so he and a lot of radio guys do. Another guy um, from Kiss in LA, I won't okay. say his name. He does a lot of TV stuff sometimes too, and so he has his own little makeup bag. Because sometimes people come in for interviews, and you know, and if they're doing like a video interview in the studio, you don't want to look shiny or you yeah. know. Yeah. So yeah, so a wow. few of the guys that I know in radio do have little makeup bags as backups. Just okay. would that be Ryan? <laughs> no, but I'm oh, sure he has a makeup team. He's got the whole works. He's got the whole works for sure. <laughs> He's wanting for nothing over there. That's for sure. They treat him good, I'm sure. They do, yeah. <laughs> so well, okay. What so you moved from LA to yes. Florida, which is like a crazy move. Yeah. How, like how was the adjustment? Because I have my own things about Florida that I like to talk about. <laughs> um, well, Florida's definitely the farthest I've moved from home. I yeah. previously lived in San Francisco. Oh, okay. I lived in Palm Springs and then in the central coast and all in California. So I yeah. moved around California a few times for radio and then made it back to LA, which was home and yeah. then moved here Crazy. with my husband. Um, so this has been the biggest move. Um, it's really, it's different. Yes. That's a good way to say it. Feels, Florida it is. feels really yes. different to me. <laughs> um, how do I? I have this aura color for a lot of people here, and I call it South Florida purple. Uh huh. And it's like, um, it's like I don't like. How, what is South Florida purple? It's kind of like the guy that uh, I don't know. He has like a V neck, like mm -hmm. T shirt, and it's always the same. And like he, um, we don't know what he does <laughs> exactly, but he has like a lot of like things that he does, and yeah. like we don't know what he does, and they're just like a little crazy. Yeah, <laughs> like like South Florida purples. Yeah. Uh, they have their own vibe. And okay. like, so I met a, a lot of these down here. So I call it South Florida Purple because like, well, you do, you do Mac in the morning, like the, probably the little headlines and stuff like yeah. that. And like, I swear Florida like the, man, yeah, Florida man, woman, it's, it's always, always Florida, somebody doing something weird. Something crazy. Yeah. There are a lot of crazy. Is there an LA here. purple? Would you say like, is there an LA purple? Um, there's in, definitely in LA something. I don't yeah. know what color it would be because there's so many people who move there yeah. to be yeah. in the industry and the business and it's so it's pretentious. LA I would call it LA yellow. Cause okay. like sometimes yellows can like come off a little posery a yeah, little bit. There's a lot of so that it's like, in LA. Are, like the whole, like, are you pretending is a really good question. I think you have to ask in LA. Like yeah. a lot. A yeah, lot. I would agree. There's <laughs> a lot of that. It, yeah. it, and for somebody like me who's born and raised there, it's oh, really yes. annoying and frustrating. It has to be. You know? Yes. Yeah. Because it's not you. Yeah. It's not It's not what people from L.A. are. But there's right. so many people who claim to be. There, yeah. And they're like, oh, look, I am a marketing specialist, yeah. PR influencer and then it's like everybody look like it like they have like i'll look at them and it's like it always looks like um like their aura looks like a sheet or something like yeah. it's like a yellow sheet and they're like it's kind of like in the wizard of oz and i look behind it and it's like yeah and there's exactly. the real yeah you know but they're good at like mm -hmm. but some people get fooled by it because they want to be or whatever so um that's definitely what's happening funny. in la 
Yeah. Funny. Where can we find you? Um, on social, Instagram, Twitter, I am Letty B. It's I am L-E-T-T-Y-B. Yay. Yeah. Thank you so much. And then you're on Mac in the morning. Mac in the morning, Monday through Friday, uh, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m., 93.9 FM if you're in South Florida. If yeah. not, the iHeartRadio app. I you heart. can download it for free. Yes. And you can listen from anywhere, right on your phone. Yes. How <laughs> often have you said that in your life, Letty? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I dream it. It's every be night. Your it's like, yeah, it probably will be. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming. Thank I you can't for tell you how much me. I appreciate you. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Please feel free to always leave a review on the podcast. I appreciate it so much. Also, the Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family event, February 8th in Hollywood, Florida. Tickets are still on sale until um, the end of January. So you can come and bond with us in Hollywood, Florida. Um, all the information in, is on my website, mysticmichaela.com, on the event tab. You can take a look there. And I hope you can make it. And a special shout out to Michelle for sponsoring this episode of Know Your Aura. Just a special listener, special client, special soul. And she wanted to sponsor an episode. So I'm so thankful to her and I'm thankful to all of you. And I hope you have a lovely rest of the week. Take care, guys.